Hey there, and welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast, where I will equip you to see the kingdom of God, to bear fruit as you understand the word of the kingdom government of Jesus Christ that he preached. I will help you to weed out of your heart, out of your mind, the weeds of the Pharisees' teaching, the weeds of religious and political teaching, the worries and the cares of this world so that you can bear fruit. You and I are going to live forever in heaven, which is going to be on the earth. I can't wait to see you on the other side. Oh my God. Hello. Hello. Kids, family, friends. I'm so excited to be speaking to you, yes, on my soapbox, on my pulpit. <laughs> I'm an ambassador of the kingdom of God. And maybe in, you know, early Palestine, I might have been at the synagogue. Maybe in the early 90s, I might have been, you know, at your high school or on the steps of Parliament House. But today, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> I'm on YouTube. I'm everywhere. And um, I'm excited to be uh, pastoring a church again. I, I, I was ordained and uh, yeah, pastoring a church many years ago. And I definitely learned a lot. And uh, one of my favorite verses at the moment is in Philippians chapter 3. And it's actually quicker for me to open this up. Thank you, Father God, in my website because the Passion Translation has been removed from Bible Gateway, which is a little bit disappointing because it's the, the most powerful um, translation at the moment. Here it is in Philippians chapter 3, verse 17. Following one path with one passion. Whoa, isn't that great? We're following one path with one passion. It makes me think of the book of Acts when the Bible said that that all of the church were were devoted. That's a very heavy word. They were devoted to the apostles' teachings. They were devoted to the breaking of bread. What would happen, church, in the city of Melbourne if you were devoted to to my teachings. What if I said to you like Paul, what if I said imitate me? Imitate me as though as I am imitating Christ. You know, didn't John the apostle say that we should walk as Jesus walked? You know, I was planning on shocking you today and saying that you know, would Jesus have called himself a Christian? Jesus said, I'm about my father's business. He spoke of the kingdom of God. You know, I found it really fascinating to, to read the Gospels from a kingdom perspective and to see that, that when Jesus gave authority to his disciples, to 70 or to 77 or however, however different Gospels record different numbers, the 72, he didn't say to go and preach Jesus. You know, I found that quite interesting. He said to go and preach this message, that the kingdom 
has arrived. And I tell you right now, the secret to my ministry, the one verse that that contains it all, is that the kingdom is at hand. The kingdom is now. And the, the dismantling of religion, the disentanglement of politics, it comes from this one rule of thumb. I, I don't like the terminology rule of thumb, but it comes by, by demanding that the kingdom is now. Remember, Jesus said that, that the harvest is plentiful. You know, maybe you're waiting for, you know, Russia to invade. Maybe you're waiting for the next pandemic. Maybe you're waiting for something. But I'm telling you the truth. The kingdom is now. Religion will always delay the kingdom by process. You know, you've got to be married before you can be a missionary. You've got to finish Bible college. You've got to have a PhD before you can do this or that. No, Jesus said, he said to the man on the cross, today you will be with me in paradise. He said the kingdom belongs to to such as these little children. He sent his disciples out two by two when they had no idea what they were doing. And he, he said the kingdom is at hand. So would Jesus have called himself a Christian? Christians were, were a slang, you know, a, a mockery. It was something that the world was, was describing the Christians, the church in, in Antioch. And, and, and what I'm saying is I am a Christ follower, yes, I'm a little Christ. Yes, Christian is great in that it contains the name of our king, Christ, which means anointed one. So so if I'm a Christian, I'm an anointed one. But in in today's terms, I'd I'd I would say that that I'm a son of God. I'm a son of God, and this is the predicament that we're in. We are living in a day when the very, you know, divinity, the very identity of man is being attacked, not by, you know, men, but by, by, by demonic spirits. Let me tell you, if God gave the earth to man, then why are we bowing down to worship an image? Why would we obey a, a virus? Why would we sub- submit to that? We have been given the earth. We have been given the earth. We are made in the image of God. And I'm telling you the truth. This is the contention in the church today. This is the contention in the world. I'm going to tell you everything right now. Just wait while I have a sip of my delicious single origin, natural process, sun-dried coffee. Oh, praise the Lord. What I'm saying is that the very contention is that we are like God. I'm telling you the truth. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, God copied himself. He cloned himself. He Xeroxed himself. He made man to look just like him, but also to be just like him. So what happened with with Satan in, in, in Ezekiel 14, in Isaiah 14, 
he said that he said, I will be like the Most High. That was the iniquity. That was the sin. You can call it pride, whatever you want to call it, but he wanted to be like God. Just say that. Say that out loud. Like God. So then we find this snake. Did you notice that the snake is a creeping thing and God gave man the earth? God gave man dominion over everything that creeps along the earth. So man was the God of Satan. Man was the Lord of Satan. Man was the ruler of Satan. Man was the ruler and was given dominion and authority over the fish, over the birds and over every creeping thing. Jesus just reminded us of that when he said, I give you authority to trample on serpents. In other words, you are the same as Adam, the image of God, the God-man, who could have stepped on Satan's head. Psalm 110 says, sit at my throne, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. So we are seated at the right hand of God. We are in Christ Jesus, seated at the right hand of God. We are permanently in his throne, and he is making our enemies our footstool. Paul said, soon Satan will be crushed under your feet, the church. So you yield to God. You accept who you are. That's the kingdom. It's believing. The kingdom belongs to such as these little children because they believe. If you tell a child, hey, we're going to Disneyland today at four o'clock, they will pack their bags. They will not say, oh, but dad, you're not vaccinated. So you can't go to Disneyland. They won't say, oh, dad, your passport expired. They will pack their bags, especially a young child. Now, did you know the angels never ate of the knowledge of good and evil, they don't know. I mean, they don't know what we know. They do not have the knowledge of good and evil. God does because he can eat from that tree and not be affected by it because there is no darkness in God. There is no shadow of turning. He cannot be tempted because there is no darkness in light. So God can know good and evil and it will never tempt him because he is the best. Chuck out the rest. Hallelujah. God rocks. And I'm on his dance floor. Praise the Lord. But we ate the flipping flip of the fruit. We ate it. So we're stuffed. We are stuffed. We were never meant to die. We were never meant to know this crap. It's bad down here. You know, on a daily basis, I think, wow, God, it's time you came back. When you read the news, when you hear about the, the way things have become on this realm. But thank God for Jesus Christ. So listen to me. This is extraordinarily important. We trample on snakes and scorpions. We are made in the image of God. We are God on the earth. And he is wanting you to believe him. From the book of Revelation through to the book of Genesis, God is saying, I made you to look like me, to act like me, to be me. What is an ambassador, a representative? 
Jesus said, as the Father sent me, I'm sending you. We are rulers, we are kings, we are judges on this earth. Hallelujah. So Satan wanted to be like God. Then Adam and Eve wanted to be like God, but they already were. But Satan said, if you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will become like God. This is what I'm saying to you. This is the contention. The reason I've been going on and on and on and on and on and on and on about this is because God is raising up a church that believes. God is raising up a a people who see God. And as you look to Jesus, you are transformed into his image. Jesus said to Peter, you are clean because you have received my words. We, as we look to Jesus, we become like him. John says we will be like him when we see him. And whoever has this hope in him purifies himself. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 that the veil that blinded your eyes, the veil that covered your face, the veil that prevented you from seeing the light, the veil that Satan wants you to cover your face with, the veil is lifted. It is, it is, it is removed when you turn to Christ. It is only as you turn to Christ, that the veil is lifted. And I can see I was blind, but now I see. And right now, there's somebody listening who's going to get born again right now. I mean, say yes. Just say yes in your spirit. Right now, say it out loud. Yes, I believe. Hallelujah. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I get it. Don't, it's not in your mind, it's in your heart, it's in your spirit that you believe. It is in your spirit that you believe and it is a gift from God. The Bible says we are saved by grace, which means we didn't deserve it, through faith. And even that faith is a gift of God. So right now, if you've prayed that prayer from your heart, if you've spoken that out loud, say, yes, I believe Jesus is the Son of God, and I am his disciple. Hallelujah. If you've said that right now, then you're born again. You will never die. You will live forever. You have passed through the second death. You were born twice, which means you live twice. The alternative is you are born once and you die twice. You die once in your body and you die spiritually. But if you are born again by the Spirit of God, you will never die. And the secret in Romans chapter 6 is that a dead man cannot sin. A dead man cannot incur a speeding fine. If the police come and give you a speeding fine, you say, I'm dead. <laughs> so... Let's wrap this thing up, guys. This is possibly the most powerful message, and you need to send this to your friends and family who are not sure that they're going to heaven. This is not a religion, guys. This is the kingdom of God. So Satan was kicked out of heaven for wanting to be like God. Adam and Eve wanted to be like God. Satan said to Adam and Eve, if you want to be like God, then eat from the tree. 
The angels never ate from the tree. That's why they don't know. They don't know what we know. They don't know good and evil. That's why they don't get manipulated. They don't get bothered. If you see angels in the Bible, they don't get emotional. They're just, they're just doing what God tells them to do. They're military. They are military. Then Jesus was tempted in the desert by the, the, the devil. And what was the temptation? It was the same temptation. If you are the son of God, in other words, prove that you are like God. And then finally, Jesus Christ was crucified. Why? The Bible records that the Pharisees wanted to kill Jesus because he made himself to be equal with God. It's because he ma- they didn't mind if he went to church. They didn't mind if he went to the tabernacle. They, they did not want him to be like God. Satan did not want Adam and Eve to, to know that they were like God because that is where the power lies. And the reason I've gone over and over and over this for a thousand years is because, not, not literally a thousand years, but maybe a thousand episodes, is because this is where the power lies. Paul said the religious spirit denies the power of God. The religious spirit, the religious system doesn't mind if you go to church, doesn't mind if you read the Bible, but they do not want you to be like God. They want you to sit down and shut up and pay your tithes, you know, and, 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 and God bless them. But they do not want you to raise the dead and heal the sick and preach this message of the kingdom of God. This is the only message that Jesus preached. This is the message that he commanded you and I as the church to communicate to the world. This is the message that needs to be finished before Jesus can come back. And this is the message that Jesus said we must teach them to obey all that I've commanded you. Now, you can go to church and never hear the gospel of the kingdom. And that's really sad. And you can go to church and never be taught to obey. I went to a church for 23 years where, anyway, where I was, thank God I went there and I was born again. But did, did they teach me to obey? Jesus Christ. So that's why we're doing the Melbourne Underground Church. We're doing the Melbourne Underground Church because Jesus Christ is the one building the church, not me. The Bible says that that I, Jesus, will build the church. So I'm going to let him do that. I'm not even promoting it. I'm not even, you know, actively promoting it. But the Lord Jesus Christ will, will bring his own because his sheep hear his voice. So if you're his sheep and I'm speaking his words, you are going to hear my voice and you are going to know that it is God that is speaking through me and let there be love and let there be edification and let there be a building up of the body of Christ into the perfect man, the perfect man, the perfect man. And that's going to require some rebuking. That's going to require some correction. That's going to require some judgment, which is discernment. Paul handed over some people to be to 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 be, you know, to be removed from the church so that they would repent. This is the kingdom. The kingdom is division. Jesus said, I came to bring a sword. I came to bring a sword. 
He said, I'm going to turn, you know, I'm going to turn a mother against her daughter-in-law. I'm going to turn a father against his son. He said in, the, in one family, there's going to be division. So why are we wanting to join everybody together all the time? Yes, I'm not saying we're not to love each other. We are to love each other. We're not to criticize the church. Jesus said, let them preach. Let them preach. Paul said, let them preach, whether it's in the right motive or the wrong motive. I, I rejoice as long as Christ is, crucif- is preached, is, is um, proclaimed. But what I'm talking about is the kingdom is a country and there are going to be citizens and there are going to be aliens. There are going to be good sheep and there are going to be goats. So don't bother with the goats. You cannot disciple a goat. They will never follow you. So forget about them. Forget about the goats. It's time to build the church. Jesus Christ said the church will be built up in love. And our responsibility, he said, is to preach the gospel of the kingdom. Let him build the church. You and I, he said, go. Okay, we are to go. We are to preach. We are to proclaim. We are a living letter that people are reading. He gave us the keys to the kingdom. He didn't give us the keys to the church. He gave us the keys to the kingdom. So let me pray for you right now. Father God, I just want to thank you for the revelation of the sons of God. I said the revelation of the sons of God. I said the mystery has been revealed. We have the mind of Christ and we know all things. We have passed from death to life and we see you, God, and we know you, God. And I pray right now the fire of the Spirit of God would enlighten our eyes, that we would burn, that nothing would be left of ourselves, that we would say that Christ lives within me. We would say like Paul that I, that I am, Christ is living through me, my life is the anointed one. Oh, Lord God, would we be led by the Spirit of God? Would we be handed gold from the fire? Would we say, yes, God, we come to you to buy gold refined in the fire? We know that nothing, we can do nothing apart from you, God. So would you give us the kingdom? We ask for the kingdom. We seek for the kingdom. We knock for the kingdom. We know that every one of our prayers are answered because we are the sons of God. Every one of our prayers are answered because we bear fruit, we bear fruit, we bear fruit, we bear fruit, we bear fruit as we abide, we bear fruit as we obey. Our love for you empowers us to obey you. Praise God. Our love for you is what empowers us to obey you. And our obedience guarantees that our prayers are answered. Jesus Christ, we are showing you that we love you because we obey you. And then when we, whatever we ask, we have the thing for which we ask. And we're not asking amiss. We are asking for what you want. We're asking for the nations. We're asking for the nations to be our inheritance. I, God, am asking for Melbourne to be saved. I ask that the political spirit would be exposed and bound, that the church would be so shaken, Father God, that we would remain that we would be shown and be seen to be those who are standing on the rock of your word, no matter what is happening on the outside. The waves can crash, the storm can hit, but we are immovable, unshakable, unstoppable force in this hour. 
God, I just pray that gambling would be illegal in my city, in Australia, in Melbourne. I pray that gambling would be criminalized and illegal in every form in Jesus' name. Lord, I come against prostitution. Lord, would all those massage parlors be shut down in Jesus' name, illegal, criminalized in Jesus' name. We, we cancel prostitution in my city. You get out of my city. You get out and you run with your tail between your legs, you filthy spirit. Get out in Jesus' name. We evict you. I evict you. And that Leviathan spirit that's strangling our parliament, that Leviathan spirit in, in, in Canberra and in Melbourne, in Victoria, we rebuke you. We cut you off. We cut off your head in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You let our city go. You let our parliament go. Snake, we cut you off in Jesus' name. Be removed from Victoria. Be removed from our parliament. We command you to leave. Leviathan, leave. Freemasonry is cast out of our government in Jesus' name. We cast you out in Jesus' name. You leave our city. We expose you. Lord Jesus Christ, we ask that you would expose that illegal activity. Let the light of Jesus Christ shine in our government in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. And may your church rise up with boldness. Guys, it's time to connect. It's time to to seek each other out. It's time to find those who are believers. It doesn't matter what church, which church, what church, what denomination, do they believe? If they believe, find them, gather together, break bread, be devoted. Be devoted to the apostles' teachings. Be devoted to to the book of Romans, to the book of Ephesians, to the book of John. Be devoted to to Hebrews. Be devoted to Philippians and and 1 and 2 Corinthians. Be devoted to to, to the breaking of bread and to the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Be devoted to love one another. Invite people to church. Give away what you've freely received. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father God. You answer our prayers. Amen. And why don't you say, Amen. Let the fire of God fall upon us in Jesus' name. Guys, don't be distracted by by what you hear in the news. It's all just, you know, propaganda and, and lies, and it is irrelevant to us because we are in the kingdom of God and we are not subject to any man's government. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. We give you the praise and the glory due to your name. Go and praise him. Praise him. Put on some worship music. Praise him. Do what you see the Father doing. Say what you hear the Father saying. And he will be with you always, even to the end of this age of grace, as we step over into power. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Bye-bye.
Expect a shift. 